Shabbat Shalom. Well, we've made it through Exodus. Praise the Lord. Today's the final portion. It's called Pikude. Can you say that? Pikude. It means sum or counts. And it just um, shows that God is a mathematician still at heart. In fact, one of his greatest problems he solved was dividing by multiplying. And it was simply by dividing up some fishes and loaves how it all multiplied. But God, um, at this point in the Torah, wants to make a final account of everything that was taken up for the tabernacle. Um, instead of telling you everything that's in the Torah portion, I'm just going to spotlight a few things. These are the words of life. And so I hope that you would want to read them. I would hope that you would want to take time. I believe God gives a special blessing when you specifically read it on Shabbat. Because there are things that enlighten our hearts and come into our minds differently, I think, when we're tuned into a signal. So, in this portion, we have many things, but I want to just emphasize a few. Just the whole idea of having an account or taking count of something is important. Yeshua made this very clear when he says, Don't people consider what it costs when going forth and doing something. Whether they're going to take a city, doesn't the king count his people to find out if he can take that city? And this idea of counting is important to the Lord. Also within the portion, and for our younger people, our children, this is my challenge to you. Find out how many times this particular phrase is said in the portion. Ka'asher tziva Adonai et Moshe. I'll say that again. Ka'asher tziva Adonai et Moshe. It simply means that as the Lord commanded Moses, he did. Moses, over and over again, this is said about him. And I, it, it, you may, it can be a game you play. That maybe you read it to your children and say, how many times are you going to count this, these words being said? Because it's over and over again. And it says something to us about we should have that same testimony. That we did what the Lord commanded us to do. Over and over again. And a lot of people say, well, what if you don't know what the Lord wants you to do? Because that's a common caveat to people. What if you don't know? Well, I hope you get in the book and find out. That's why he gave us the book, so that we'd find out. God is not the author of confusion. He wants us to understand. The second part of that also says to me, God doesn't expect us to obey the things we don't understand. He wants us to obey the things we do understand. This is emphasized this at the end of chapter 29 of Deuteronomy, where it says the hidden things belong to the Lord, but the revealed things belong to us and our children that we may obey them. Over and over again, the emphasis on obeying, and you can see that throughout the scripture. The third thing I wanted to talk about is specifically an order. God wanted to arrange things in a specific order. He's an orderly God. We see that even in the Genesis account that he spoke order out of the chaos to try to establish things. And God has an order for us as well, how he wants to live our lives, how he wants us to sleep, how he wants us to eat, what days he wants us to worship him on. All these different things are part of his order. 
And there's much chesed as we learn about God's order. And we're all fellow strugglers. Each one of us struggles at having orderly things in life. But it's something as we press in and seek God that He'll do. Part of that order also comes forth again in a little phrase that appears several times in chapter 39. It was anointed and it was holy or sanctified, depending on how your uh, version may render it. Over and over again, these two words are put together. And that's exactly what Messiah comes to do in our life. He comes to anoint us and to sanctify us. If we're willing to choose and make that choice to be holy as He is holy. It's not an easy calling, but it is doable. And He wants us to have this calling in our life. To be both, to be having the idea that God anoints us. I can't rely on my own strength to do something. It's that God wants to anoint me to do it. And as He anoints me, He makes me holy. Set apart. Having a purpose that He wants to do. Finally, the portion that I'll be chanting from is from the end of the portion. And this part really speaks to something very important in my heart. When Moses finishes the tabernacle, he blesses the people, it tells us at the end of chapter 39. And then at the beginning of chapter 40, he actually begins to order things. This goes on the north side, this goes on the south side, this goes here, this goes there. And at the end of that portion, beginning in verse 34, it says that the cloud came and covered the Mishkan, the tent of meeting. And I want to park on that for a big portion of a minute because I think this was God's way of affirming and confirming what he was doing, what Moses was doing. The obedience, the order, the holiness and the anointing. God confirms it, that His blessing is upon them. That's something we all should want in our lives. We should want to be affirmed and confirmed by God. God doesn't want us out on a limb wondering, am I doing the right thing? Am I going the right way? He will confirm and affirm things to you if you seek Him. If you seek Him and give yourself to a willingness to say, Lord, show me where I'm off. Close the door so I don't go the wrong way. Open the door so I go the right way. All these type of things can be done in our own life through prayer. Because God wants to show us that we are doing things well. We are going the right way. We have a purpose for our lives. And over and over again, unfortunately in our lives we don't have something clear cut like a cloud and the fire at night that come and shine themselves so that we know. But God can reach us. He can speak to us, whether we're broken and hurting, whether we're in a good place. Whether we're in the dry place like a desert and we feel that we're struggling before the Lord, or whether we're in the place of blessing, God can get a hold of us. And so I encourage you, that really encouraged my own heart that God wants to confirm what we're doing. He wants to affirm us. And that's part of what I hope we see during this upcoming week of prayer. And I'll just leave it at that and pray. Lord, you know each of your children here and how much you love them. And how much you want to affirm 
what is going on in their lives and how much you want to confirm they're going in the right way. We pray, Lord, that you would show your favor in this way, that you would confirm and affirm, just as the cloud came over the tabernacle to confirm and affirm, Lord. We pray that that would be something that we go through daily in our walk. And we pray, Lord, for the people you want to use, the scriptures you want to use, everything you want to use to speak to us in those ways. Get a hold of us. Help us to know where we're off. Protect us when we're going the wrong way. But most importantly, Lord, show us when we're going the right way. Give us the freedom we need to walk in that and the confidence we need in you. We thank you for this portion of scripture in Yeshua's name. Amen.